Welcome to the Digital Workflow Dentistry Podcast Series. We help dentists adapt, adopt, and advance in the world of dental technology. For more information about upcoming lectures, webinars, and podcasts, please go to our website, www.digitalworkflowdentist.com, at Instagram, at Digital Workflow Dentistry. Good afternoon, dental internet world. My name is Dr. Vishal Sharma, and I'm once again here alongside my friend and colleague, Dr. Mike Parchewski. Mike, it's Inauguration Day. We have a new administration in our uh, neighboring country to the south, the United States. COVID is still rampant here in Alberta, Canada. Uh, that's going to be the topic of our conversation today. So given all of the turmoil in the vaccination and political world, uh, how are you doing? Uh, well, happy, new, happy New Year's to everybody out there. And uh, good to see you again. And uh, yeah, it's been, you know, strange days continues. Uh, 2021 definitely feels a lot like Groundhog Day. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it is inauguration day. And, you know, I guess, uh, you know, likely there'll be more people tuned into this than, than the inauguration. But, you know, what can we do? Um, we've been doing pretty well. Uh, right now our building is closed, uh, with only one entrance open and the walkway that goes, uh, past our clinic is, is closed as well. So it's been a little bit strange getting people in and out of the clinic. Um, emergencies have been uh, kind of feeding us. And you know, again, just the importance I think people see about staying regular with their dental health, and we just are having to direct them on how to get into the building. But otherwise, you know, things have been, you know, at least, uh, you know, survival mode, but doing doing pretty well. How about yourself? Yeah, similar, obviously. We have, uh, for those listeners who don't know, uh, similar demographic. Mike and I both have our practices downtown. And really the draw for these type of offices in an urban setting are people who are coming from work. Uh, quick, efficient appointments, which is where the digital workflow that we both practice comes in handy. And then they're heading back to work. With the restrictions currently in place, uh, it's all work from home. So very, very few people are downtown working. There are restrictions in the buildings. It was challenging for me to get into your building. You're certainly correct. Uh, I had to buzz security to get into it. So, you know, there certainly are some challenges. Um, we're utilizing the time to tighten up some systems. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about team engagement and what we've been doing at our, our offices to try to keep the team accountable and engaged and forward thinking um, sometimes easier said than done, but uh, we'll certainly discuss that in a bit more detail as the podcast continues today. Uh, that being said, I noticed that uh, you made the news the other day. Mike was uh, first and uh, foremost uh, on the opening act of Breakfast Television in Calgary. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, so that was on uh, CTV in a local news station in Calgary, and they had reached out uh, to find out about how dentistry and um, you know and healthcare is being handled in the environment of COVID in the city, and uh, it was an interesting interview because um, the, the important thing is for people to realize is that we are an essential service, and you know there's enough research out there that shows that disease and gum disease and and uh, periodontal disease can affect your health, and I think it's very important uh, for people to maintain their health not only for their dental health, but also their systemic health. And the healthier are, I do firmly believe that that will make you at less risk to for COVID susceptibility. And if you do get COVID, I believe being healthier will make that um, COVID not last as long or not be as 
as uh, problematic as, as some people are facing. Obviously, it's hard to predict that, but I, you know, I don't think being healthier is a, is a bad thing mm-hmm. to do. Um, but also in the interview, uh, the, a lot of the questions were about safety of the patients coming to our clinics and what dentists are doing in the province to make the trip to the dentist a safer uh, event. And so we talked about the PPE, the gowns, uh, we've talked about the face shields, you know, safety glasses, level threes or N95 masks that we're, we're wearing. Uh, we talked about the fogging, the room in between. Those were some of the, the key things that not only, I think the, the important thing was so that people in the community that have been sitting at home not knowing whether or not they should go in to see their dentist to say, look, it's safe. We're taking precautions. Uh, we've got good standards that were put together by our provincial body. So we're, we're able to practice safely, look after our patients, and, and have those systems in place. Um, what other measures have you guys uh, been doing in your clinics to, to minimize those transmission risks? Well, much like your office here, uh, our one location has all private operatories. So with the confined uh, airspace, having air purifiers within that operatory will turn over the uh, volume of air at about 45 minutes which is obviously effective. Of course, as with uh, everyone else in the dental world, we're not obligated to see symptomatic patients. And I think that's the big differentiation between uh, dental offices where we practice universal precaution, have strict sterilization measures. There's always hand sanitizer and gloves uh, and masks being worn well before COVID. But some of our medical colleagues, obviously, who are on the front lines, they don't have that ability to make that distinction. Yeah. I've got a sibling who's an emergency doctor, and on a daily basis, they see patients that they think have COVID. One of the really good things that I think will come out of this is that if you've got a bit of a cold, you're not coming to work. Uh, you're not forcing your uh, dental appointment because it's been booked. We're not then, of course, convincing patients to keep those appointments if they have minor issues. So so that's helped as well. Uh, the air purification obviously selectively screening uh, patients. Um, And then the other main aspect, which is uh, something that's been beneficial and and I'm sure you have some thoughts on, is minimizing going in and out of the operatory during procedures. And that's been a big change from before COVID. You know, the dovetailing and jumping back and forth, uh, we've really tried to minimize that. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I don't know about you, but we use uh, an, an office communication software that's uh, I think it's called Spark mm-hmm. that's on each of the computers. And then, you know, the, the assistants can go on the keyboards and, you know, we've got them all covered up and they can type in and, and send those messages um, to say, hey, can you bring me, um, you know, I need, uh, you know, an extra handpiece or whatever it is so that they're not getting up and constantly moving in and out so that you're spreading potentially germs or anything uh, in and out. And, and I think that the systematic approach to where we're donning, doffing, uh, we're going into the rooms, we're coming out of the rooms, we're cautious about what we're touching. And um, I think there's a secondary effect that goes beyond dentistry. And just like you said, you know, people who are sick, not going to their appointments, people who are sick, not working, I think there's a benefit long term to our overall health. And I think just general influenza, you know, the regular flu um, rates will go down, I think, in the long run because people are better at the hand sanitizers and being clean. Um, there's definitely going to be drier hands in the future, though, with all this hand sanitizer. But I definitely feel feel that the um, you know the messaging and not going in another room is is key. Yeah, well, invest in vastly intensive care stock then, because uh, <laughs> hand moisturizers are uh, going to be the next bubble, apparently. 
Um, yeah, you know, you raised some really good points in that. I would agree with you that that's the trend that's going to be present in society coming out of this, you know, focusing a bit more on dentistry. Uh, Spark is a system that we use as well. And actually one of the proposals that one of my team members is going to be providing me tomorrow is uh, potentially switching to Slack, which also has some project management application. So at our next podcast, I'll have uh, a better idea on that uh, product and maybe have some insight for you, Mike, and our listeners. Uh, but you know what ties into that sort of uh, limiting the cross-contamination exposure is single-visit dentistry. And with the prime scan, single-visit crowns, uh, obviously utilizing digital impressions to get all the information and transferred to the laboratory electronically as opposed to having couriers coming into the office and and transporting bags, et cetera. I think all of that certainly helps and makes things um, a little bit more efficient. So, you know, Sarek and PrimeScan, uh, near and dear to my heart, is, is something that's helped with that. Yeah, I think it's, it's important to realize that we a lot of things we take for granted, you know, for example, right now, it's not the easiest building to get into. And you tie that into a lab that has to come back and forth to pick up impressions and, you know, and the potential spreading of everything. Someone's touched the bag. Someone's going here, touch a door handle, touch a door handle. Um, all of a sudden, we're emailing things. Everything's mm-hmm. going virtual. And I really feel that that digital dentistry um, will will boom from this because it, there's going to be that need to be doing things virtually. There's going to be a need to, to not have the impressions. And, you know, there was some studies early on, I don't know where the data is at currently, that, that mentioned that, you know, taking impressions is one of those risk factors to induce aerosols from the putting in the impression and taking the impression out versus using it with an intraoral camera being a safer way to go. Um, you know, remember they were talking about doing cone beam instead of doing bite wings in the early, you know, early close yeah. down, you know, so, you know, so all these things, you know, I know that a lot of the research is still being being done on on the pros and cons of of different intraoral procedures. But but I do think that um, that we're, we're definitely getting that benefit, um, um, not having to um, have a lab come pick stuff up. Who, uh, who would have ever thought that digital dentistry would be right up there with Pfizer and Moderna in uh, preventing the uh, spread of COVID, right, Mike? Yeah, precisely. Yeah, it is, it's truly social distancing, distancing at its best. Um, but Vish, you know, um, on another note, you know, the, there's a whole other, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know if you've seen on the news, they were, they were talking about clenching, grinding, stress being up, mm-hmm. um, you know, suicide rates going up. Um, what, what have you done? You know, let's take a, a, a cross leap into, into the office morale and, and your mm-hmm. team. Um, what are some of the things that you've been working on during this time to keep the spirits up at the office and to keep, you know, the, your team wanting to be there? Well, Mike, it's been challenging. And um, at one of the previous podcasts, we discussed team engagement. And two of the measures that we had implemented uh, after the COVID shutdown, one was something I'd been thinking about for a long period of time. We call it a Monday morning coffee, where uh, the teams from two of our offices all get together in the morning, 45 minutes before our respective team meetings. And we discuss uh, a dental topic. Uh, Someone will give a presentation or a peripheral topic that's related to healthcare, but maybe not specific to dentistry. You know, with the new measures, uh, all non-essential meetings are uh, to be postponed as per the government of Alberta. So we've limited those meetings and we're now doing them on a team-by-team basis. So I'll meet with the assistants one Monday, 
uh, the admin team the next, uh, the hygienist the next after that. And we're hoping that everything will open up for an entire team meeting uh, after that. Of course, we're wearing masks and everyone's social distancing, but you want to be following the rules as meticulously as possible, especially when you're in the healthcare field. So that's been one aspect. And what I really like about that opportunity is it's a great way to start the week because there's a bit of socializing. There's a bit of catch up in terms of what's going on with our weekend. We have the opportunity to discuss something, whether it's sleep, uh, you know, whether it's um, aesthetics, dermal fillers and Botox, which is a big part of my practice, uh, whether it's implantology and, and you're bringing the entire team up to speed simultaneously. So you get the social component initially. Uh, you get some education and then you're jumping into your team meeting and everyone's ready to go, ready to work. So that's been something that's been really effective. Uh, it's been challenging because there's no team events at this point. So, uh, you know, post Thursday drinks or bowling, we've not been able to do that. That's been a bit challenging. We did in December do a virtual room um, VR uh, arcade session with the team. Everyone's got their own room. So it was safe. A lot of fun, by the way, we should do that. Uh, at some point. But what we've really been concentrating on is providing team members with projects. I have a bit a fly <laughs> circling around me here. I feel like my <laughs> pence at the debate here. So hopefully I don't turn into a meme. Um, so really uh, ensuring that team members have specific projects. So what we've done is about every five weeks, we have a really informal meeting with our team, myself, maybe my uh, manager of the three practices, and we just call it a connect. And informally, we're just chatting. How's everything going? What's going on? Uh, it's in the middle of the day. And then we just set in place a small project for them that's driven by the team member. And we're just offering them support on something and saying, what do you need from us to get this accomplished? And one of them is one of our team members is uh, has been researching Slack, is going to put together a proposal. And, and if it works well, we're going to launch it. So the mini projects, I think, have been really effective, Mike. Uh, trying to provide education to the entire team to continue to keep them engaged has been really important. Uh, but admittedly, it has been challenging. So uh, that's kind of what we've been doing. Um, anything to add on that, Mike, or anything that you guys have been doing differently? Um, no, I, I like that uh, concept. Actually, from that podcast, I'm learning from our own podcast. <laughs> We did start that on our because our, on our Mondays we start at ten thirty. So typically we would do a huddle at uh, at ten, and so we've moved that huddle to nine forty five. And so the nine forty five to ten with our team is really just talking about our weekend. Yeah. And so same thing. Somebody will go get coffees, you know. And again, right now we all the coffee places are closed, <laughs> so nobody's getting coffee. Um, so that's not making people too thrilled. But I do believe you know we're going to follow that, and and I've. And, and now I've learned from this one that uh, if we move that to 9.30, I think it's a great way to start the week with a little little topic. Um, so I think we'll actually um, implement that one in the future when, when things allow us to have, have meetings again. But, you know, for us, it's really, I find it's important as a leader in the clinics not to, you know, you, um, you really have to, as the dentist, as the leader, um, try to de-stress your team. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, you have to just take a moment and slow things down a little bit and, you know, look at some of the positives that are coming out of this. You're getting to spend a little more time with your patients. You're getting to, yeah. um, you know, you're, you're not as rushed. You're not as many emergencies coming in or, or things jamming up your schedule. And so, you know, enjoy that time with your team. And I find by 
keeping the team light, keeping the team engaged and and it because you don't know how stressed they are at home with everything. Yeah, that's so, a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of, you know, and otherwise you've touched on things really well. Um, you know, later on, I'm going to come work for you, I think. Well, you know, that Monday morning coffee, and, and this is not uh, obviously uh, something that I came up with on my own. We're just copying good ideas, which is always a good idea. But especially as you mentioned, you just don't know in this point what battles people are fighting. Yeah. Whether it's loneliness, whether it's boredom, whether it's mix, uh, missing a Mexico vacation, whatever it is, it's just a really challenging time for people. We sometimes don't know about those things. So I think having that engagement uh, is important. And even if the coffee shops are closed, which they are around here, you know, you just have a less than caffeinated team. And then, of course, they're not nearly as productive. Um, speaking of closures, uh, as I walked around here, the plus 15 or the hallways that enter um, – connect the uh, adjacent buildings, they're closed. So how have you been able to stay busy, Mike? Well, we do have um, a pretty good referral base for implants and wisdom teeth. And so um, a lot of those appointments are very targeted. They're sedation appointments and they're very targeted appointments. So it's not hard for us to say, okay, this is how you get in the building, you know, and, and, you know, everybody's coming, you know, just five minutes prior to their appointments and we're kind of managing traffic flow. Um, but those key appointments have really have kind of kept us busy. Our hygiene, you know, with the way that we're, you know, we're running kind of two chairs per hygienist so that we have time for room turnover. Um, you know, it's been a, a little bit erratic because if somebody doesn't feel good, they're, they're, we're not Stay forcing them to, yeah. to come in. Um, sometimes people get a little lost trying to get into the building. Um, but generally, you know, it's these, you know, people that have been letting things slide, then all of a sudden a tooth that was supposed to be crowned ends up being a root canal or breaks or something. And so it, it's, it's an ever, ever turning wheel and you just have to be there for your patients and, uh, and, and keep it rolling. Um, but you know, I do, I do feel that, um, sleep is also an area that has helped us and we're, you know, we're still targeting, um, bringing in patients, um, talking to patients even virtually, um, on consults about sleep apnea because sleep apnea is one of those areas where um, there's not a lot of intraoral required yeah. in those early stages. So, you know, you can really start to, to, to get people taking a, doing a one night sleep study, doing things like that with a, with a minimal, um, you know, aerosol production. Um, so, you know, I think that's been, been key for us, but on that note of like things like sleep, you know, what do you feel dentists should be doing, you know, because even dentists will have more time with not traveling. Um, where should dentists focus on their clinics um, through this pandemic, uh, you know, and hopefully as it winds down so that they can be stronger? You know, I think initially a lot of us were watching uh, online videos. There was a ton of content being generated from the dental educators on uh, pearls, whether it was C-Docs that have been doing tips of the day, uh, you know, my friend Mina Barsoom has done a fantastic job with that, along with his colleagues, uh, Mike Scramstad um, and Samir Puri. Um, for me, Mike, I think the aspect is you want to tighten up your systems, um, engage with your team more so, especially with the lack of travel. You're not, you know, heading out to the lake on Thursday or jumping on a plane to go teach a course or attend a conference in Las Vegas. Spending some time engaging with your team, I think, is important. Finding out what values are important to them. Some people just don't want to drive their careers and expand their education right now, which is fine. But for me, uh, we're going to target one specific area of dentistry 
and tighten those systems up. And probably the big area for us right now is sleep with a lot of the changes that have occurred uh, in the last little while, theragnostic testing, predictive technology, um, CBCTs, the fit on these appliances is incredible now with digital scanning. You know, you got me on Prosomnus, which is our appliances, the last five or six that we've done, probably in the last five or six weeks even, delivering them have been phenomenal. So that would be what I would encourage a dentist to do if that's not a component of their practice is sleep. What, what about you? Do you have any thoughts on that? I imagine you're going to concur. Yeah, I, th- I think, um, you know, a big thing for us has been, um, you know, the sleep and the digital technology. Mm-hmm. And, and so we are currently tightening up our systems on sleep. And so how we're doing it is we're breaking it into each appointment uh, and what do we want to cover in those visits? What What's important for us to check off? What boxes do we need to check off? Because sleep's a big topic and it can be daunting for a practice to implement. And, and because, you know, both of us teach sleep and, and you know, we're, we're working towards teaching, uh, putting together a team sleep course. Mm. What I've been doing is really trying to tighten up our systems because if we're going to be teaching other people, I want these systems to be rock solid so that a person could walk into our office as as an uh, as a team member and literally has the the materials in their hand and a checklist that they could start being the the lead to bringing in sleep patients um so i i feel that that's what i want to be able to put out mm-hmm. there so that's not all over the map because you really need to hone in the key factors to make sleep digestible. Otherwise, it becomes a pretty daunting thing to implement into your practice that you get bogged down. It's like when 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 TMJ um, became a, a big rage and everybody was on to huge TMJ, and and people found that it was just a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, when people are starting to do full mouth rehab all the time and that, it's a lot to take on and it really changes your practice where you almost have to limit it to that. And for the, you know, for the people that did do that, power to you, you've, you know, you've found your niche. But for some people, it's like, okay, I don't have time to do all this. Um, I'm bogged down with quadrants or, or single crowns. And, and so I think that's where, where sleep has a factor. Um, it really has to be to make it implement, you know, implementable into dental offices easily it really has to be honed in and that's what you know what we're working on nice thing about sleep as well with the technology we're utilizing there's it's much more objective whereas you know you and i have both done extensive tmd training in the past there's a lot of subjectivity to that as well which uh you know can be a bit more challenging and uh, certainly the end results are not nearly as defined so um yeah, I think that's going to be a big push, and I'm excited to work with you on that team uh, engagement and educational platform. You know, Mike, unquestionably, uh, as we see how this vaccine rollout has uh, played out, uh, maybe a little more slowly than a lot of us were hoping for, the fact that we're into 2021, and at least here in Alberta, we're no further ahead than we would have been, you know, last May or June. How do you feel the world of dentistry post COVID? Uh, will look what's your opinion on that well i think um the enhanced ppe is going to be here to stay agreed um i think you're gonna there's going to be a push towards i really think digital dentistry is going to be a big push because i think it's important for us to do more things on patients in one visit because the days of 40 or 50 patients you're seeing for you know occlusals or do's and you're just jumping from room to room, assistants are putting on clamps, you, you're not going to be seeing assistants jumping from room to room. 
you know, the 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 gowns and the and the the PPE is going to be, you know, like you know, it's going to be very difficult for you to degarb and the regarb yeah. to go put, a, a, you know, to do that. So I think that model is going to change. And so I think we're going to be seeing more, you know, one appointment dentistry, but also one dentist, one patient dentistry, yeah. um, less patients, more treatment, and uh, higher quality, perhaps, or, or higher attentive care, because that's what's going to fit the flow. Um, and I also think that, you know, there's going to be people that are working remotely. And if they're going to come to your clinic, they want it all done then. And so you're going to see, I think, a lot of appointments that are dovetailed, hygiene, and they need fillings. Or hygiene, and they need a crown done, they want it all done in one visit. Whereas in my office, traditionally, people were coming at lunchtime. They wanted to come at 7.30 before their office day mm-hmm. started. They're coming at 4 uh, when they're done, uh, and or they're coming between meetings, so they've only got one hour. So we're doing like five appointments, one hour long, to get their treatment done. I think that's going to change. Um, and I also think there's going to be a, a world of teledentistry and virtual dentistry, and I think that's going to have a big impact. Um, what do you think about the virtual dentistry? You know, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you on the aspect that people are going to be wanting to get more done, and the uh, trend will move away from shorter, more convenient, efficient appointments to longer appointments where they can get more done and just have less of a consistent presence within the office. I agree with you on that. And of course, with teledentistry, especially when we're discussing consultations, uh, maybe even emergency triaging, all of that I think will have a place. Uh, People are working from home via Zoom um, and Microsoft Teams. So there's going to be a big push for that. A good friend of mine out of Vancouver, Tarn Dillon, uh, has started his own companies at Westgate Dental and and he started a teledentistry company uh, and has had a lot of success with it. So I see that continuing forward. You know, there's obviously a lot of privacy concerns and uh, we'll have to become a lot more nuanced with the way that these work. But I see it uh, becoming um, more and more mainstream. And, you know, my dream really is to be able to work remotely from my iPad uh, at my kitchen table wearing a bathrobe while, you know, the assistants are in the office. So you have to dream big, I guess, right? (laughs) Um, And and, and speaking of uh, a wish list, uh, did Santa... uh, fulfill your wish list and bring any new toys uh, to the clinic mike well i i'll have to i'll have to assume that santa was probably in quarantine because i'm still waiting for the elf to bring me my prime mill um <laughs> i can't remember what the elf's name i think it was the elf's name was anthony but uh <laughs> hints there but uh, how about you um you know we haven't incorporated uh any larger pieces of technology into the office you know we're really just solidifying our uh, prime scan. We do have the prime mill, not really using it to full capability yet, but as time goes by, there'll be more expanded services. Um, you know, very, very shortly, we're going to be milling surgical guides with it. In fact, I think we just got the software recently. So I'm not really sure, uh, what the next big investment is. Uh, Mike, obviously, uh, sleep and implants will be the focus of my practice for this year. Um, so we'll, we'll just have to see, uh, see, have to see, uh, have to see what the Easter bunny and the tooth fairy brings us uh, in the spring. Um, so what do you think we should do for, uh, the remainder of the upcoming podcast, Mike, give the listeners an idea as to, to what you envision and what some of our uh, future, um, episodes will entail. Well, we've had, uh, actually I've been getting a lot of emails in the, over Christmas, uh, you know, December and January, 
there's been some leaders in in different fields that have reached out and you know watched the podcast and and want to be a part of it. And uh, so we've got uh, you know a young dentist uh, that's doing a lot of 3D printing at one of the universities mm-hmm. that uh, I think we're going to interview. Um, you know some crazy stuff he's doing with eight layers of resin, uh, eight different resin layers to mimic um, natural uh, dentition for his students. So there's some, I think there's going to be some cool things and cool interviews that we're going to be able to do with, with different uh, technology and what they're doing out there. And I, I, there has been a lot of comments, people uh, wanting to know more about sleep and uh, different tips and tricks in digital dentistry. And, uh, and the last one was um, reviews of new products. And I think um, that maybe uh, you're talking about that software that you're looking at using. And, and so maybe on our next podcast, let's, uh, let's review that, uh, that office communication software that you're looking at Slack and, and, uh, and see and, and talk about it. And uh, so I think that's where we're, we're going to be heading. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Uh, we haven't really uh, given a lot of contemplation to reviewing uh, new things that we're implementing outside of technology. So I like that idea. Um, on that note, we're going to be signing off. I'd like to thank everyone for once again tuning in. Hope you all had a good holiday season and that 2021 is off to a good start. Fingers crossed that it continues uh, to improve and things open up. Yeah, great. Thanks, everybody. You take care and please subscribe if you have not. And uh, if not, head to our Instagram page as well at, at Digital Workflow Dentistry uh, for links to any upcoming courses, our YouTube content and podcasts. Be well, everybody. Thank you.